What's poppin'? It's your boy, Mike Powers. Thank you once again for clicking the video. This moment is indeed surreal and yet in service to all that is good about the sport. I must remain professional. And so it begins. Hit the lights! <laughs> for my real hip hop heads only. My next guest hails from the city of Fresno, California and comes decorated as abundantly as a master of any craft certainly should be. Wikipedia has him listed as a rapper, which I think illustrates how much it shouldn't be trusted as a primary source. <laughs> Planet Asia does rap, that's true. But to omit the fact that he is a teacher, mentor, pioneer, originator, assassin, innovator, legend, and current, I said current, gold standard of what a complete MC equipped with an exceptional IQ is makes their attempt at defining him short-sighted and altogether lacking in what any learned man would regard as depth and or context. So before I invite some of you up and comers on to talk about how great you sound and how deep your catalog is, I figured it was only right to have your father here. It won't be no jumping out the chair and running backstage. The results are in and he is the father. So if you occupy this lane and you know what lane I'm talking about, you selling merch off the music, selling vinyls, doing shows, getting written about, and feeding your family, then let's not act like this man ain't have nothing to do with it. Some of you young cats may be unfamiliar with his stature, so I'll tell you what's going on here. He mm. is the caliber of artist that if you don't like him, your credentials immediately come under scrutiny. If his music sounds whack to you, your ears are broke. And there exists no medical institution that can teach me how to fix them. So accomplished is he that his name is synonymous with greatness. I don't know who need to hear this today, but his domination of the sport was inevitable on the first day his voice floated over the radio when radio was still a fucking thing. And no army can destroy what the God has put in motion because his reign was preordained and you can hear it in the music. He came from Cali. When they said the West was ill-equipped to compete with lyrical giants from hip-hop's mecca, and he would not abide. The focus is, and remains singular, a legacy that defines what the best of this is. I am proud as hell to have on this platform a true living legend from the most dominant genre of music the world has ever known. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on the Mike Power Show, the Gold Chain General, a man for all seasons, the inspiration for an entire generation of MCs, California's most dangerous and diverse lyricists, the elite level West Coast venom deployment mechanism, and one of the primary architects of the current resurgence of true hip hop. That's my word. Ladies and gentlemen, Planet Asia is in the building. Probably the Ellis. Oh, that's not even a problem. That is the Ellis intro I ever had, dude. You topped it all. Like, you touched all the bases, man. I'm here with it. Yo, man, you I'm hit the home run on that one, G. Damn, man. Thank you. I could die right now. Damn, I'm not going to I ain't going nowhere. I could die right now. Y'all see it. Listen, we talked about this for a long time. Y'all said, you got to go get Planet Asia. You got to. Took me a long time. Worked on these questions in this intro forever. And the moment is now yeah. here. But all the people that was with me on day one, Planet Asia, ladies and gentlemen, y'all ask for him, he's here. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate bro, you, man. I'm, sorry, real, I'm, man. I'm sorry I'm wild now. Nah, nah, it's all good, man. Like, that's, that's, man. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say, bro. I ain't never. No, nobody's ever said that to me, man. Not, nobody's even said nothing close to to that to me directly like that. You are an icon. Uh, you got this. You've had this game on your back for such a long time, and we're gonna get into the lineage and what's really going on. And I need to start this car. And get this motherfucker around the track here. Let me do this. Twenty years ago, you burst on the scene with the Cali agents. Uh, quite an amazing run and a uh, personal resurgence for you recently. Um, you dropped 
multiple classics in 2020. Um, too many, first of all. So for those who don't know, first of all, why choose the name Planet Asia? Why choose the name? Uh, well, the name Planet Asia, originally I had a name, my name was Asiatic, Asiatic J. It went from Asiatic J to Asiatic X. Okay. And I was like, Asia, but mm, I was thinking about it and I was like, nah, I can't be Asia. I was like, but I want like a superhero name or something. I was like, Planet Asia. I was like, nobody ever called himself a plant, like Planet. Ah. I'm like, Planet Asia, that's fire. I was like, I'm gonna use that. And it's, you know, I was just sitting, I was sitting in the middle of the projects uh, on Pato in Fresno when I had to come up with a name, it was just bothering me. And I was just like, yep, Planet Asia is gonna be the name. And, and I really came up with that name right before people heard me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of just debuted it and it was fresh when you. Yeah. Cause all my other demos is either just Asia, Asiatic, uh, Asiatic J or just Asiatic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before we all go any further, cause I had forgot to do this. I talked to a few people. I said, I was going to interview this man. I almost showed up in the suit cause the interview is so important. They said, don't do that. I almost showed up in a whole ass suit. <laughs> but if I'm not going to show up in a suit, then I got to do this. Yeah. This is for, this is for, for I know me. What you mean, though. <laughs> and this is for all the people that support my channel. They know what I'm talking about. I have to do this for all of us. We got to listen. Listen. Let's show some respect to the God. Second question here. Um, will, will Kelly Agents drop another album? Uh, eventually we will. Um, we, got, we have music that we recorded in um we talking about doing another um, album that's uh, from the uh, How the West Was Won album. Like How the West Was Won is so crazy. Yeah, I, gotta, we, I know I it's like three know. three songs off that album is gonna get played on my live pretty soon. The crazy. Yeah, so we've been, we've been, we, we've been working a little bit. Um, we did like I want to say like six records. We got like six records in the can. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but usually when we do stuff like that, we probably gonna come back and. To a whole nother set of songs that's gonna be different than that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like we might use one, one or two of those joints. Maybe. Yeah. Um, someone on Twitter said that you should do a song with the 18th letter, Rakim. Well, um, and you said coming soon. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't know. I don't want to give it all out. It's not necessarily that, but. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Cause listen, let me say something to you before Nas uh -huh. and people, if you could go through my catalog on this channel and see that what I'm saying is true. But my first number one was rock him. Uh -huh. That lasted for a minute. Right. Then right. Nas came along and then right. Nas, he had this run. I was, yo, nobody. Right. And then you Nas one, you right here. I got you one a bro. I got like, uh -huh. that's where you at in my life. Um, so I just want to I just want to get that out the way. Cruise control. I appreciate that. That oh, came out in 2012. Yeah. Um, talk to me about the unique outfit that you're rocking in that video. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the brown uh, yeah. sweater. Yeah, I with the with the hot waters. I, I, oh well, you know what? That was that was my idea. That whole that whole outfit right there. That was my idea because I was like, damn, I want to do something else because I was like, it looked too the video too normal. I was like, I gotta do something, something weird or out of other order. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Because I, I was, it was a uh, couch that was sitting in the front of my apartment building. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take that couch, put it in the middle of the street. I'm gonna wear these pants that I've never worn. And I don't even know why I even have them. And I'm gonna wear them with my, my vans that I never wear. Because I never really wear vans. I have some vans. I still have pairs of vans. I don't never wear them. Yeah. But I was like, I'm gonna put on these brown vans, no socks. I'm gonna get this. Uh, you know what's crazy? That, that the leather jacket, right? That jacket, I wore that to somebody's wedding a few years after that. Uh, was it M80's wedding? I think, yeah, I, I think I wore that same jacket to M80's wedding. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put a bow tie on and I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna just have this yeah, weird. Yeah, like, I, I did that year in 2012, man. And I, um, it was an idea I had. And, and to this day, that shit still sticks. I'm crazy. It's funny that you even realize that. But I put that scene together myself. I mean, it's, okay. it's it, it, like you brought up the, um, and I could see it in my head, the couch. And that other scene with the, uh, the other scene where I'm in front of the liquor store with my homie's old school Jaguar with the sweater on. That, yeah. sweater, that sweater came from Cologne, Germany. That sweater only cost five euros. It only cost five euros, but not only did you wear it in that video, but it's also a picture on your IG with you in that sweater. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you still you you still got it and you still like it. Right. Right. <laughs> well, no, actually, that sweater is a nautica sweater. The one you talking about? The one from the video? You talking about the no. the white the cream joint? Yeah, that the video one. That's just the, that's from Cologne. But what, the one you talking about in the picture, that was oh. a nautica sweater. Oh, that's that a different one. Okay, so that's, that's a legit. Different. That's some. That's like some other sweater. shit I can't afford. You talking about one hundred fifty dollars? I'm. It's looking like one hundred fifty dollars. I think that was nautica sweater. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a nautical pirate. You know? yeah, you're a nautical pirate. <laughs> hey, um, on, on, on Twitter, you said, and I quote, fun fact, I don't watch any of my interviews. I sometimes think to myself, what the fuck did I say? And what vibe did I get caught on? So, so I'm asking you right now, you're not going to watch this interview? Damn. Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably not. I know how it is, bro. I probably it's, won't. It's, it's weird, man. I don't know, man. This shit is... I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's you, weird it's, a, it's a piece of work that you do and you leave it for the people's. Not yeah, for I leave you. it for the people, man. Cause I don't know, man. I, I know some days you can catch me. It depends on what, sh what the show is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, hold on. I'm going to grab something right quick. Hold okay. On. Yeah, you good. It depends. It depends on what the show is. Mm -hmm. Um, if they ask, if they ask me, if they ask me, if I know the show is going to be like kind of political, mm -hmm. I'm like, damn. Whatever I say, because, you know, they could have caught me on one of them days when I was buzzed. You know what I mean? And I'm feeling a certain way or I might have just saw a fucking. Do you feel like you're going <laughs> to say something in some of these political interviews that some people might perceive as being radical and then you might have second thoughts? You know, yeah, yeah, I can't front, yeah. You know, I, like... I'm like that, too. I don't want to come off as racist, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not. Um, like, we've seen you interact with... But I'm prejudiced. Um, I'm not racist, though. Mm -hmm. um, I'm prejudiced against different type of shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But racist, no, I'm not trying to hold nobody down or leave nobody out. I think all all walks of the human family deserve to, to thrive and live a civilized life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but if I'm fighting for my people, mm -hmm. I'm fighting for my people. And, yeah. and a lot of times, you know, you, you know, you, you stand, if you, if you stand in it, you trying to stand on that in between gate, your ass going to get hit fucking with me. I'm, I'm not holding no punches when it comes to that part. I'm not, I'm not ever apologizing. Yeah. Why? Because at, on a whole, I just, you know, somebody got to feel that way. Like, on the whole, I feel like so much shit has been done to us that I don't, nobody fucking deserves an apology for any mistake. You're right. That I, yeah, that you're I, right. I, Absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. Like, you're never, you're never going to make the, make me believe that it's cool to make the rape victim feel uh some type of way about how they feel about life. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Nah, nah. Yeah. You can't, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's a metaphor for what I'm saying, but you know what I mean by that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we, as a whole, black people in this country, we've been dealt with a certain way. So nobody's in the fucking position, nobody's in the in position to tell us shit about how how we express ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re I respect everything you just said and nobody has the experience that we have and people sometimes and I talk to I tell black people and white people this all the time like the the ones that you dealing with in, in America black people despite what y'all may think right. we happen to be the strongest you know right. what I mean we have survived a lot we still here so yeah. we not them weak niggas because a lot of people yeah. got thrown off the slave yeah. ship you know what I mean yeah. and so you know and a lot of motherfuckers got, got caught running yeah go ahead yeah. You know what I mean? Can't deal with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we here, like a lot of other, you know, it's some, they done wiped out whole fucking nations of people. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we're still the most, um, um, innovative and, uh, and, uh, duplicated people on the planet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and we bring the cool. It's nothing. It's nothing cool without us happening. I'm yeah, sorry, bro. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time. No offense to my white people, because all race is fine. But yeah. try to watch an NBA game where there's no black people. Just try that shit. <laughs> try it. It ain't gonna work. You ain't gonna want to. That's why you ain't gonna be able to sell that. You know what I mean? And that's why. Right, right, right. I don't let me don't let me get off on a rant because I got a whole. Yeah, thing yeah we don't need to go there. I got that's the shit I be talking about. See, we yeah, we gonna keep it fresh. You know what I mean? 
Because the whole thing about 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 why, why people be skiing and playing hockey and shit like that because y'all <laughs> motherfuckers can't compete. <laughs> y'all ain't trying to get. We sick of getting dunked on. We about to play field hockey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Field like I, field hockey's not real. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me stop. Let me go. So on in your music and your tweets, you're very succinct. Mm. You get right to the point, but you land heavy blows like every uh, with very few words. Right. How did you develop that skill? I had a bunch of sarcastic ass friends mm. growing up. And we we talked big shit to each other. And mm. it was always about, you know, being direct and saying the most yeah. uh, uh, gut-wrenching shit to each other. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So basically, I was trained to know that nobody gives a fuck about how I feel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. My father was like that. You know what I mean? But like you, you describing playing, and I've talked about this on my show a lot. I used to have to ride the bus a half hour one way and a half hour the other way back, back and forth to school, Mm. fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, that half hour on the way to school. If you didn't have your jokes, or you didn't have a, a strong spine, you was gonna leave that bus crying because they was gonna say See, everything about your mama. Your will be shattered fucking with us. Look, it's women to this day that I don't even re- remember saying certain shit or just whatever. They would be like, yeah, um, yeah, we, we knew like, I, 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 would, I would be self-conscious. I would, I would make sure my shit was right because y'all niggas was fucked up. Y'all used to say fucked up shit. And I was yeah. like, for real? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't, even, I don't even see it like that. She was like, yeah, y'all was, Y'all used to talk big shit. And I was like, what? Brutal. Yeah, we brutal. was brutal on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we was fucked up, though. I ain't gonna front. I always say that. I, you know, I, I I look back. I'm like, yeah, I, I've changed. I've changed a lot, lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Compared to my youthful, rude boy stage. Mm-hmm. Bro, man, I was the worst, Man. Oh yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it helps develop a thick skin. You know, my yeah. father used to put hands and feet on me continuously, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, some people will be. And my father, who I mean, my son, who I only put my hands on one time. My son says to me, "Yo, but remember that time?" Yeah, I was like, "Bro, you don't know nothing about no whoopings. You don't know yeah, nothing at about- all. At all. Come on, Fuck man. It. Hell nah. And you got a son that's like yeah. a teenager. Yeah, yeah. He, he I, same way. I only he only got one spanking for me, and that's when he was a little bitty bitty baby, like. You know, he don't even remember, remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. But my, my, my son bring that up to me. They get spanking. They only time I've ever spanked my kids, but for them being babies, raising their hand at their mother, like mm-hmm. some, ah, I'm like, ah, 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 take right. it that. Right. We ain't doing that. See, this is the thing that. again, people. Sorry, that's a black thing now. Yeah. Now go around and we see a lot of our our white brothers and sisters. They be having these babies out here. It's kind of like they and they be like, yo, and and it's like us. Uh-huh. You could be two months old. You raise that hand, you getting smacked. You are gonna learn right. early, right? That's how it is with us. That's how it is with us. Um, on the new single, Gunman Zen, mm-hmm. you said the game didn't fit me. Right. Uh, I came. I came too early. Hmm. Um, like you said earlier about how you know, I mean this whole this whole will that's being spun spun right now with the merchandise you know the direct to uh direct to consumer style of selling music and shit i kind of came in the game like that you know what i'm saying even when i did have a record a record deal uh before i had a major record deal how we were selling our records was were through independent underground uh channels and um uh, uh, chains and shit so we would like, for instance, my first EP, the Planet Asia EP, the one with the sun, mm-hmm. I paid for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I came out with vinyl before I even came out with CDs. I had I, I paid for the vinyl, sold like a thousand pieces of vinyl. Then I um, took that money, bought the CDs, right? So now we got vinyl and CDs. And, and not only that, I'm still putting money on the vinyl because the vinyl's selling. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I would be making like, and this is like my first just EP putting out. I would be making like five G's a month. And I'm not talking about standing on the corner either. I, you know, I didn't really sell my music like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every blue moon I would do it just to do it. Like, yeah. me, I got a box of CDs, let me go sell them. But I, I never really, that really wasn't never my style. I, I always had a chain to be able to 
sell my music. But you're in Fresno, so how I moved to the Bay Area, but I did move to the Bay. I right. moved I was going to gonna ask you how influential I moved was to the you? Bay in '97, okay. and I ended up getting a job at Amoeba Records. Oh, right? okay. Uh, uh, I worked at Amoeba for like a year and a half or something like that, and um, but I started touring too much, so I was. Once I started touring, they was like, we gotta let you go because you, you know, you've made it already. Like in my mind, I'm like, nah, I still wanna work here. They like, nah, you touring, man. Go ahead. I'm like, fuck it. So, but yeah, I was getting like five thousand dollars a month. Uh so basically that shit was probably grossing like ten thousand dollars a month. And I was splitting it. Me and Fanatic both put our money together to do it. So I'm splitting probably like ten to eight thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. With fanatic off of uh records being sold because it was like the funny thing fat beats wouldn't even take my record at first because they didn't like the artwork they thought, I was, they thought it was gonna be like some weirdo rap shit or whatever i don't know but um so many people started coming to fat beats like yo y'all don't have planet asia y'all y'all don't have this shit mm. like what's, what's good like you know yeah. what i mean and boom they finally took it and then it, it just kept going. It just kept going. It just kept going. And so what happened um, after that, I started recording more songs. I started knowing more people. So then I meet Walt, which is Walt 427, who ended up being my manager at that time. Um, he had a studio. And that's where I started recording that and kind of getting beats from different people. I still, I still didn't have the connections to producers yet. So you got to understand I'm working with bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and then I started, you know, I worked with Architect. We did the professional. Um, Rascal introduced me to Evidence. Um, we did Place of Birth. And, and at, during that time, I jumped on the Dilated People's album. Mm-hmm. It was like shit was just happening, you know, I, you know, like fast, like, mm-hmm. You know, the first the first real wave though came from Peanut Butter Wolf's My Vinyl Waves a Ton. Uh the the uh the song uh In Your Area. In Your Area was like a it was on a, a sample, a sampler tape that was that was traveling around the Gavin. They used to have this uh seminar on the West Coast called a Gavin. So they used to have one in the Bay and this particular year they had it in um okay. LA. And yeah. I remember just that shit was, I had never, I didn't, I didn't think that this shit was possible for me. So it was like, mm. to hear people be like, yo, oh, yo, oh, you planted Asian from that, from, 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 from the peanut butter wolf tape. Man. I'm like, and all these DJs would be coming to me and I'm like, oh shit, this shit is real. Like they know who the fuck I am. You didn't know how nice you was though? It's, hell no. Like I come from doing talent shows and shit in, in a local, very local you know, I'm a very local cat from mm-hmm. Fresno. Like, mm-hmm. I, I lived in a in my own world, so you know, I had ambitions to do this shit. But people really fucking with me like that. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, they really like my shit. Like, this is wild. And it's just, it was it was going around everywhere. And and, and we was doing shows. I was just hype man, though. I was just Rascal's hype man. Really. And, um, we was doing the Gavin and shit, and I just, I saw it. I saw my name traveling around. I would hear people like, yo, that, that Planet Asia shit, da, da, da. I'm like, damn, they know about this shit. You know, I, I did that shit in Peanut Butter Wolf's room on like an eight track recorder, you know what I mean? Did Too Short have any influence on you out there? Super quick. So, too, too Short is one of my biggest influences. Okay. Um, him and LL Cool J. Mm. If you yeah. mix... LL, Rakim, and Too Short, you get Planet Asia. Okay. All right. <laughs> now that makes some sense. Um, let me see. In the in the tweet, let's get right to this part. I think this might be uh, one a, a very important question. Let me say that. In a tweet you said, I want to get this right. This whole new renaissance of avant-garde hip-hop mm-hmm. came out of me and my brother Rashid Mind. Yeah. Don't let nobody try to change the narrative. And Rock Marciano is responsible for the sound of it all. Right. The million dollar question, please break down the lineage and how we got here. What was your role and how did this happen? Um, 
a lot of this shit, man, is organic, man. Um, as that that statement I made is real because I remember when Rock told me what he was gonna do. What was this? What, what year was this? Hell, this was way before any of this shit was, you know, about to pop. Like he told me he was gonna do this shit. Like mm -hmm. I remember the day he told me he changed his style. He called me, was like, "Yeah, I got a, I got a LS style. It's simple. It's more simple." That's why if you listen to him back then and you listen to him now, it's two different styles. Mm -hmm. That's dope shit. It reminds me of like some Jay-Z shit though, kind of like, you know what I mean? In a different way though. Mm -hmm. Like some Jay-Z shit, kind of like when Jay was, you know, more wordy and then he, you know, he kind of slowed it down. When he's uh, with that, I forget that. Album. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He, he slowed, slowed it down. And even, you know, when you get to like Hard Knock Life, you see, that's when he really kill it. And if you, now that I think about it, Hard Knock Life is, Basically the same thing. It's just it has drums to it, but it's that same mm -hmm. sample bass mm -hmm. music. But you know, um, he's definitely, definitely the father for that for for that lo-fi sound of because I don't make beats. Rock does, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's his lane. You know, it's 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 people out here that I used to play uh, his uh, his his earlier shit uh, around when he was coming into what you see today and people would be like you know that oh that's that's 90s shit this i'm like nah why you it ain't really 90s i'm like it i'm like the 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 frequency might sound like that but i'm like it's an upgraded version mm -hmm. some shit we've been wanting to happen you know what i'm saying it's some shit we've been wanting to happen for a while he upgraded that shit you know what i'm saying so, so let me say, let me like, say, do you agree with me on this at all because i want to get back into this story because i know there's got to be more to it right mm -hmm. but um, this music, uh, when you talk about Rock Marciano, and then to a, a greater extent, so uh, other things that you do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in my 40s. Uh, we came up on this thing. So right. uh, this music lends itself for grown-ass men that then raise some kids that have hip-hop in their life and be able to enjoy right. it with your head held high. Do you find yeah. that too? Man, for sure. For sure. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really about quality. And, and you know, it's one thing, you know, to try to put shit in the age bracket, but it, it's another thing to know. You got to understand that hip hop, this music had just, we're just becoming this age of this age. Mm -hmm. Every other genre of music has been old already. We're, yeah. we're, we're the newest, oldest music, right? We're now. the first generation, me and you, that grew up with hip hop and video games and still exactly. trying to figure out, should we still be playing so, with video games? I was just in the clubhouse talking about this, about how, we're the first hip hop parents. We're the first parents to have the same culture that our children have. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I, me and my parents had two different cultures. They mm -hmm. had what was going on Motown in the and, and Motown and all that. You know, it was more singing and more live instruments, natural instruments. Because even to keep it a buck, my our uncles, me and your uncles. You you said you're in your 40s, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. Your mom, my mom, our uncles and all them, think about this. They are, just like how we caught the, the good in-between of the both eras, because we both 70s babies, mm -hmm. they caught a, a good uh, junction of, conjunction of natural music with natural instruments and key, elect, electronic music. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you start talking about like Atlantic Star, Roger, George Clinton, Parliament. That's electric music. Yeah, yeah. And told me all that. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. So our our parents and uncles and them, they caught the traditional natural music, mm -hmm. and then but then that funk shit mm -hmm. and this and and disco, all yeah. that shit is yeah. electric music. Yeah. yeah. It's all electric keyboards and mm -hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Electric you don't have to know how to play shit. Exactly. So they caught that. But they had a little bit of their parents' culture. Now our culture is completely the culture. Mm -hmm. It's you know I, I understand trap even though I don't make trap music and or this that and that. I understand it though. It's not like I'm so disconnected from what my children listen to that I don't know. Right. If, no nigga, I invented that shit. Like yeah. this whole it ain't a, it ain't a, a variation of rhyme that you can do that I won't know. That's exactly true. That's exactly true. Whether yeah. you rhyming from Cleveland. On some mm -hmm. Cleveland shit, how Bone Thugs and, mm -hmm. and Freestyle Fellowship was. Because, uh, you know, uh, you know, a kid today that, that might know Bone might not know about Freestyle Fellowship. Not knowing that these styles 
these styles were were happening. But that's not all. You oh. you you not only say, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm gonna forget it if I don't say it now. Because you say you can do any style. Let me say something yeah. else too, and you can confirm this for me. Because I, I I'll, I'll be on your live. You was in the car one time. You listen to all kind of different music when you're driving. But you right. said on your live one time. This ain't on my notes. I just remembered it. You said you're ready to freestyle against anybody right now. Yeah, off top though. It gotta be off top. Off, that's what you're right. right. Off top. That's what yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. And you said it anybody. It can't be like you set it up. Da, da, da. Right, right. And, and somebody's gonna see this right now. Now that you said that, so anybody looking at this, don't walk up on me rapping because I'm not gonna do it. You have to, it has to be. It gotta be off guard. I yeah. can't like it. Gotta be like, oh, you didn't know it that that you was about to get it right now. <laughs> it gotta be like that. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Got catch me off guard when I freestyle. I freestyle to make it feel like I wrote it. But people are so out of whack with when it what 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 even what just what rhymes is that shit that I write mm -hmm. the shit that I actually write people ask me did I write that or did I freestyle and I'm like you're a fucking idiot of course I wrote that shit like I, I'm not <laughs> yeah I'm not going into the booth freestyling raps that that's not what I do yeah but the way I write a rhyme I'll write it where it sounds free where mm. you know it's natural it just sounds natural that reminds me of mystery school. Like, uh, it, it, it pops into my head. When you do mystery school, that sounds like sort of a freestylist-like thing, but yeah. you- Yeah, I'm not like these rappers. Like, I write all my rhymes. Everything yeah. you hear me saying is being written. So you're not just I going in, that. talking, and then and punching in. I take in. pride in telling people that. Yeah. Like, that, all that wild shit I be, you hear, that wasn't no freestyle. That And, and nine times out of 10, they, there's not even no punch-ins. I'm saying that shit from the beginning to end. Most of the songs you hear from, and I, I'm not, I'm not even like trying to make that a thing or that should be even a thing. I'm just keeping it honest. With You're you. a writer. That's how I record my music. When you mm -hmm. hear me rhyme mm -hmm. from beginning to the end, is how it's coming off. Because I feel like the style that I, the style of writing that I do, it doesn't sound if I. If I punch in on my rhyme, I wrote it to be punched in. Mm. Right. To overlap or something. Right. I get it. Yeah, I wrote it that way. Okay. Look, but if I, if I, I punch in, I wrote it to for that. If mm -hmm. I all those other all the rhymes are gonna go from the So what top. about on stage, PA? Mm -hmm. Like is you with the mic? You got a guy right here that's that's backing you up in case when you run out of breath, or can you handle all of that? I shit, I came up like that. I had to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think. I think uh, having your mans and all that, that shit is always dope, though, if they know your shit. If yeah. they know it, know it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? If they know your shit, then that shit is the best thing in the world. I mean, don't let don't let nobody lie yeah, to you. because you drop shit. off at the right time and then he come in and do what his part. Air. Trust me, you need that air. That shit is, it makes a big difference. It just gives a dynamic. I love having that hype man. I was a hype man, man, mm -hmm. and I think, that's a whole nother element too. Um, people, it's so much, it's so much shit you can learn even just being a hype man. You know, I, I learned how to be a great performer, uh, a great performing artist, being a hype man. And it's crazy because Rasco was a dancer for another rap group before he was a rapper. I was wow. always rapping. The dancer put me in the game. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so, through him, I had to learn. I had, I never, to keep it a buck, I never planned on being somebody's hype man mm -hmm. as far as getting in the game. Yeah. So that was new for me. Mm -hmm. So, like, my first couple shows, I could only do a little bit, right? And I wanted to do more. So I had to learn his rhymes too. Mm, yeah. And I have to be able to be in pocket with him. So to this day, I can go, to this day, I can go do a show with Rasco as a hype man and have every four bars and in, in, in innuendos and all the innuendos just in pocket from just uh, uh, mem muscle memory of performing with him that much. And I then I want to- hype man shit in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and I just want to, for the, for the young people that might be watching this right now, some people might go, oh, well, yeah, you know, Planet Asia started off as a hype man. I look at Planet Asia right now. The whole secret is, you know, he got, what's the secret? Oh, he got in there. He was a hype man. No, the secret is he added value. That's the story he just told. 
Those days, you have to have because you could be a hype. You're gonna either be a hype man that's gonna be a hype man for the rest of your life, or you're gonna learn from that shit. You're gonna learn. It's other shit because ask Rasco about me. Rasco the whole time before I even got in the game, telling me that I'm going. He was telling me I'm going to be bigger than him. Who does that? What rapper does that? He'll I've tell you himself. Ask him. Yo, I used to think he was. I used to think he was bullshitting me because I, you know, I was, I was living fucked up and. I used to think he was just trying to gas me and make me feel good. You know, like, you ain't got a lot of me, my nigga. I'm a Scorpio. I don't really want to hear that bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. don't gas me up. I don't really... I, maybe that's what why people think I'm so humble, because I, I still, to this day, kind of be like, okay, you love my shit. I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. Trust me, I'm thankful, but it's weird to me still. Like, oh, shit. Um, hey, you humble as hell, but then, listen, um, <laughs> and people, everybody that knows you that I've talked to, they was like, yo... Down to earth, dude. Cool ass dude. Straight up dude. Ten toes down. Me, six months. I was like, yo, I'm trying to interview Planet Asia. He's like, yo, you reach out. I said, I'm scared. I said, he's too good. So, I don't want to reach out to this guy. I mean, if you're a weirdo, be scared. You didn't, I, you know, I don't really do a lot of, lot of too many interviews with people. If you notice, I'm not really on no real, yeah. you know, uh, I only really do the super underground ass shit. It's not even by choice either. I fuck with who fuck with me. That one girl. Let me say, because uh, I'm going to forget this again. His name is right here, and I keep uh, on forgetting. Shout to tomorrow, carrying the culture. Y'all go check out this oh, man's show. I call him guy, the hip-hop I feel like he related. Huh? I be feeling like me and tomorrow related. He like my other cousin. It's like me, my cousin Kevin, and he would be like our super... Uh, Hip hop out ass because we all hip hop like that. Mm-hmm. And me, me and my other cousin always talk about him like, yo, I'm like, yo, he went too far on that one. But I'm like, but I'm like, that has to exist. He's like, yo, I feel the same way. Like, we need a nigga like that. Yeah. Yes, that's just straight up. I ain't fucking with nothing if it ain't. Yes, yes. He nah, is. You know, He's real. I'm like- a little bit more lenient. I'm like, tomorrow, you might not want to get in my car because. I'm going to play some bullshit. <laughs> yo, Listen, as niggas like, say is the greats today, we was like, get the f- Yo, you're lucky I, I'm not 16 years old today. <laughs> I tell them. Talk Trust to them. Talk look, to them. Yo, not, listen. It's you didn't niggas say that be getting named as top number one, bro. Let's just get it out the that way. I, I don't know how you feel I, about that. That we'd be like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. And I don't know how you feel about this. And respectfully, I don't care because this is my he opinion. Damn, it will beat you up over some shit like that. This is my opinion. This ain't PA because he just yeah. said these niggas that. So for all y'all niggas, PA ain't not saying this. I'm saying this. For all y'all niggas, keep saying, J. Cole, J. Cole, stop it. Fucking <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He, this guy will smack J. Cole. The, lyrically, we're not talking about violence. He can't listen. Stop it. Stop yeah, it. That boy Vanilla I'm compared to my Cole. man's right That's here. That's his opinion, y'all, not mine. That's, That's my it. opinion. And if like J. Cole it. got something to fucking say about it, and let's step up and let's do a battle. <laughs> you funny. But see, yeah, it's, you know, I had that type of mentality, though. Yeah. That's the mentality I had. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to keep it real, he would have got it, too. I'm going to just keep it a buck. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have let that live. Like, you would have had to, I would have, we have to meet. Like, cause think about it. All my favorite artists, and you know, I, you just, you just made me think about this right now. Mm-hmm. I've read, I rubbed shoulders with all my favorites. Mm. Niggas don't want that. Niggas didn't want that. <laughs> but then, but well, hold on, hold on. It's some niggas who I didn't want it with. Who didn't you want it with, PA? Huh? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's, this shit going sight. I mean, this shit, it, you know, it, 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 it come every 10 years, bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to always upgrade itself, man. Niggas can, you know, dick ride this own dick all they want, but I'm going to just keep it. But it's always going to be a younger dude that studied what we did. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, not that I didn't want it. I, I, it ain't like that. It's just that, like, it was a respect there. Right. Now, did we get did we get all the way through this thing about the lineage? Rock Marciano, he told you what he was going to do, mm-hmm. right? And then what happens? At, so you 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 said you conceived of it in your mind, you and Rashid. What you're seeing as far as the the renaissance of this whole rap, man, it's just really basically a playlist a playlist of me and his being exposed mm. and certain grasping to it, and it and it 
And I'm not saying we, it's just only us, but yeah, as far as flagship holders mm-hmm. behind closed doors, yeah. behind the, behind the, behind the, the closed door, the next closed door, that's us. Mm. Before they, before Katz was able to walk through the door behind the closed door, you had to walk through this door first. You might not even know it. Artists don't even know it. Artists yeah. don't know. You know, you don't know what people like. Like somebody's speaking about Planet Asia right now to somebody that never heard of Planet Asia. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're exposing me to somebody right now because they might have just first heard my music. So, so, so just think about this. You've been, you know, that I've been making music for over twenty something years, right? Mm-hmm. That don't mean everybody has heard my music. So. Mm-hmm. Say a young dude right now is 26, 27. He's starting to have sense. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to realize life, what it really is. And mm-hmm. he, he's liking different type of music now. And that, that. But he's also the fucking son of the president of the biggest company in the world or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He happens to just start liking my shit. Like, yo, I can't believe I never heard this shit. Where does this dude that? Oh, he, he's around here? Right. I can go find him? Boom, yeah. this side of shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I got you got fans all over the world. Obviously, Um, I I need to shout this out. One of my day one supporters when there was nobody checking that for me at all named Sully 187. I was going to have him on here just to call in and ask you a question because he's such a big fan of yours. But he he, not to cut you off. But now but now it's not just the record. See, I I think way out the box. It's not just that it could be the, the son of a record label owner. It could be the son or, or just a person that is that has power. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. He could be fucking working. He could be the owner of Kellogg's. He could be the fucking owner of Apple. He could be, you know, whatever the fuck it is. But he's been exposed to your shit and he wants to be in your world or he or yeah. she. Yeah. And they want to help. They want the world to feel what they feel. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how this shit usually happens. And, and, and that's how the wildfires start behind closed doors that artists don't even know what's going on. Like you wondering why certain people are being receptive to you because it's other people talking about you. Mm-hmm. Even if the person that you hanging around right now might have fronted on your shit, right? At some point, they have to realize, usually when people front on something, they not really listening. Yeah. It's not that they didn't like your shit. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just didn't pay attention to it, mm-hmm. right? I remember back in the day when I didn't, uh, I remember the first time um, my man Architect was telling me about MF Doom, but I didn't know it was Dev Love X or nothing. I'm just looking at the cover. I'm taking it on face value. I'm like, no kind of backpack shit is, I mean, I'm not listening to that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at Agony Crib one day, Phil the Agony Crib one day, and he's playing this shit over and over and over, and he's rapping the shit. And I'm like, yo, that shit's ill. What the fuck is this? Like, yo, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, what? This is years, years, years ago. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 15 years ago or some shit. I'm like, what? Damn, this shit is fire. I'm like, I didn't never know he was like this. I'm like, yo, that's that's Seven Love X too? I'm like, wow. I'm like, yo, he came back even harder. And then I start, I, I was in tune. And I could have took, yo, being how I am and being from the streets and how I am, mm-hmm. I could have took that the same way Fat Beats took my first record cover when it was like, I'm not going to take just on the surface level. So I can see how shit can happen like that too. But it was that, you know, you have to, sometimes you have to be able to tap in to music. Everybody taps in the music in different ways. Yes. So like the Planet Asia fan base is weird. It's not really like I could put out a project today, right? Usually it doesn't, I'll have a few people that'll fuck with it. A lot of my music doesn't get fucked with till like a year later, it seems like, or sometimes two years later. And yeah. it's weird because it's like I get I get hit up about music that I'm like, damn, that's oh my G. Like that's oh oh. And they be like, yo, but yo, this is my regiment. Like this is this is right now. And I'm like, yeah, but I made that eleven years ago. Yeah. But so so now listen, Sully, because I gotta do this for Sully. Sully 187, he loves you. And he just wanted me to tell you that he's from Norway. You know what I mean? And also Martin Vasquez is out there where you at in California. That's another day one cat that I know loves you to death. So they'll be very happy that I said that to you because them was two of the guys that have been saying, yo, peace to Sully and peace to Martin. Yes, indeed. Hey, um, 
I'm gonna do the lyrics and then you tell me what the song is. Mm. I'm probably not gonna perform it. I'm just gonna try to say it. Uh, mm-hmm. They mad because I'm shining, God. PA Medallion, AK Island, God. It's not a facade, but you can get beat up and robbed, but still the mind state is master for rod. What song is that? That's avant garde. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Planet Asia avant garde. Okay. So uh, let me say so these lyrics. It's, looking at this now, I know this is way too easy for you, but let, let's see if we can trim them up with an easy one. So listen to this because it can't be missed, and you can't leave till you're dismissed. Oh, shit. That's my shit? No. Oh, okay. I'm like... It ain't all yours. It ain't all your songs. Just oh, okay. a random Do song. That Do that again. So listen to this because it can't be missed, and you can't leave till you're dismissed. That sounds like a DMC bar, but... Yeah. You can do anything that you want to, but you can't leave until we're through. Damn, what song is that? That's the Run DMC song? Yep. I don't know which joint it is. I forgive you for not remembering it because it's a lot of Run DMC. I I do the cadence, though. You know, DMC is one of my favorite because DMC is, you know, it's crazy how your your, your name can be really who you are, and he's DMC. When I think of Devastated Mic Controller. He's the Devastated Mic Controller DMC, man. Like, Damn, I'm glad you said, yo, you just fucked me up right now, B. How? You fucked my head up right now. I'm the devastated man. Yo, yo, bro. See, hey, see hey. niggas don't even understand what, like, the roll of it, like, it's an aesthetic that comes with that. Bruh. Bruh. Because we're going to get to that in a minute. But listen, his name now, listen. Devastated now, how devastated can an MC be? They call me devil, but you can call me Yo, no. that might be one of the hardest. See, our hard, see, our hard compared to their hard is different hard. So let's can we talk about that? Yeah. Because a lot of times, I think the new generation, when they say hard, they think like motherfucking shit kill them, boom, boom, boom. No. Yeah. Our right. hard is an energy. A nigga ain't even gotta say one curse word. DMC was one of the hardest MCs in the game, didn't even cuss. His name is Daryl McDaniels. That's too ill. DMC, man. Devastated Mike Controller. Come on, man. Like, I'm a kid, and, th- and this is th- these are the people I'm looking up to. Let me tell you something, PA. I had a friend in LA. I went out, he, he, he's an industry guy. I went out and I was hollering at this guy long time ago. I want to say at least 20 years ago. He says, I'm going over to the Mondrian. I'm about to go meet Run DMC. Do you want to go? What? What? Do I want to go meet Run DMC? He take me over to the Mondrian. We go, we knock on the motherfucking door. I got one of these, the, the the camcorders that you used to have to carry like this. Right. I got one of them big fucking joints. I, he said, I, said, I told him, dude, can I film? He's like, yeah, film. We open up the door. Run, answer the door. We go into the room. I turn off the camera out of respect. I'm like, hey, like y'all, like my idols, you know, they was the first tape I bought. Very first, Run DMC's first tape. Thriller was my second. And right. I'm like, yo, you mean so much to me. I was like, can I film y'all talking to me? He was like, yeah. Listen, I'm filming, they talk, we just kicking it. My friend who I went to school with in Virginia, he was so proud of me and excited for me. He's like, yo, let me see the tape. This is 20 something. We don't have this. You can't email files, VHS tape. I took it right out the camera, mailed it to him. Nigga lost it. So, but <laughs> he lost my VHS tape. I want to punch this nigga, man. Yo, I had a night with Run DMC myself, bro. I had a night with Run DMC myself. What happened? Yo. My ex-girl at the time, when in the Bay Area, man, she used to work for this uh, 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 this company that used to throw uh, raves and shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was able to go pick up Run DMC from the airport with her, man. I I, I, ch- I, I chilled with Run DMC a whole night, bro. Like Planet Asia was able to kick it with Run DMC. I'm talking about Jam Master J, Run, and DMC. Bro, I didn't even really, and when it was crazy, and they look, peep, so they locked it, they fucked around and locked the keys in the van for somehow. And these, and my subconscious, like, if these niggas really, really from Queens, how I think they are, from Jamaica, Queens to big, I mean, from uh, Hollis, Queens, Hollis to Queens. Big, yeah. I'm like, they're gonna be able to break in this car with no problem. <laughs> Yo, I was like, we ain't gonna, this is what my conscience telling me, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna need AAA. Lo and fucking behold, G, these niggas, did the old school, uh, the shit where you slide the shit through the window. And oh, the hanger? Yo, they, they, they popped it. I was like, y'all <laughs> niggas still got it. I was like, you still got it, huh? <laughs> Yo, we was cracking up. Like, when was Yo, this? I'll never forget that night. 
Yo, on a writer. Yo, this is why, yo, Rutgers C is the Ellis. Why on a writer, G? They had, they never, you know, they had never changed their writer from the 80s. For the for those that don't know, a writer is a list of things that the, the artist requires right. before they go on stage. They had old English 800 and Kentucky Fried Chicken on their writer, bro. Run DMC was, was throwing back OEs. I was like, and you know what? I don't even think they was eating or drinking that shit, but that shit was on their writer. So, you know, you talking about running that you gonna get whatever the fuck you want. Some niggas want blue M and M's, and it happens. Yeah. Yo, I was I, I did a show with Cool Keith back in the day. This nigga wanted chick, fried chicken wings separated in Ziploc bags, and he was not performing unless you had fried chicken wings <laughs> cool individually and Ziploc bags and set little Ziploc sandwich bags. Yo, why he come out giving chicken to the to the audience? Wow. He walked out he was fried chicken to the audience. Yo, this shit was fun. Yeah, I had, yo, I, you know, as far as my lens though, I could I can honestly say, man, you know, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, man. Um yeah. to be an underground artist from Fresno. It's like a kid getting all his wishes. You know, I've had nights with with all my greats. You know, I've had for short, but it's shit like this, like. I remember having a show in France with Big Daddy Kane, and it was only me and him. So I'm able to, I'm just with Kane all night in France. You, t- you listen. So imagine you, you, the type you, of dumbass questions I'm asking. Like, yo, you still got the four finger ring? You still got the dookie ropes? Yo, yo, you still got the MCM jacket? Like, I'm asking stupid shit. Like, maybe I can get a, get a, you know, he bought my album and everything, bro. I so signed know, you know, it. He's talking about, so he he's talking about Dark Gable he right now. Let, Kane wouldn't even let me give him the album. He he asked me. Big Daddy, I'm sitting back. I'm not even, that's the last thing. The last fucking thing I'm thinking about is either giving this nigga some music or even selling this music. I'm back here fanned out. This nigga like, yo, you got CDs for sale? I'm like, yeah. When was this? This was years ago, man. This had to be like, shit. This is like, hmm. I don't know, man. Like, Early 2000s, 360s. What the fuck was poppin' is your boy Mike Powers? The, 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 the.